1: Hey, this is Brad Lee from Lightspeed VT. This is Kevin Harrington, original shark from Shark Tank.
2: This is Elena Cardone from the G&E Show.
1: If you want to hear me drop some bombs. And if you want to live like a shark.
2: And if you want to build your empire.
1: You should listen to this episode of Build Your Network. Build Your Network Podcast.
2: Build Your Network.
1: With my good friend Travis Chapel. Travis Chappell.
2: Travis Chapel.
0: Hey there, welcome back to another compilation episode here on the Your Network podcast. We are currently in the middle of a series about mentorship and masterminds, and I cannot wait to share all of the golden nuggets in today's episode with you all. But first, you hear my guests and I talk a lot about masterminds on the show, especially in this segment. If this is a new term to you or you've always kind of wondered exactly what a mastermind is or what it does or why you should join one or how much they are, where you can find them, all those different types of details, you are definitely going to want to take my free mastermind course. It is everything you need to know about masterminds in just six short lessons. It's 100% free, so there's literally no reason to not at least see what it's about. Just head over to freemmcourse.com slash enroll, freemmcourse.com enroll to grab that course. It's totally free, and start that today. And now let's go ahead and jump into today's episode featuring Brad Lee, Kevin Harrington and Elena Cardone. Brad is the founder and CEO of Lightspeed VT, which is a virtual training company based out here in Vegas, actually. And it is the Ferrari of virtual training platforms, the best available training platform that there is. And then uh, he's also the host of Dropping Bombs, which is a top-rated podcast. Then we have Kevin Harrington, who is the original shark on ABC's hit show, Shark Tank. He has done hundreds of millions of dollars throughout the course of his career, and he's the founder of As Seen on TV. So many different things that we are getting into in our episode together that you'll be able to hear in this compilation And then lastly Elena Cardone Elena was an actress and model and did so many different things in her career before she met her husband Grant And now she has turned into the queen of the Cardone empire And her and Grant are up to some amazing things So I cannot wait to share this episode with you all without any further ado here is masterminds and mentorship part number eight with Brad Lee, Kevin Harrington, so, and Elena Cardona. So throughout Cardone. your career, Brad, how important has like mentorships and getting around the right people are as far as like people that you would classify as above your level, quote, unquote, I'm doing air quotes for those of you listening. How important has it been for you to constantly be getting around people like that?
1: Well, I think it's been very important. However, I didn't learn that for a long time. I, matter of fact, Took me a long time to learn that. But I always say, you know, I learned everything the hard way. Why do you think that is? Well, I'm writing a book called The Hard Way. Okay. And it's basically stuff I learned the hard way. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to. Great. And that's one of the things I've learned. Before, I used to feel like if I didn't do it, or it wasn't worth In other words, I won't take your advice. I never took people's advice. I had to go see what it's like myself. Like my dad gave me advice, didn't listen to it. People gave me advice. Didn't matter. You know, what do you know? I got to go see for myself. And it's just stupid. If I could rewind, I would have been way more successful even than I am today. And I would have been 10, 15 years ago because it's extremely important if you ask me. But again, going in with the right mindset. When you meet people, understand that like you were just pointing out, if you knock on a door and get a no, at least you get the experience, at least you get the practice. If you're mindful of that Mm -hmm. and you walk away appreciating, I got quotes and memes on my social media and some of them people just resonate with and one of the things i said was and they're all original mostly i would mostly. say i would say 99% so i can't always remember exactly what i said yeah but ultimately it was it's only a loss if you didn't learn something hmm. so when people always ask me you know what about all your failures i say i've never failed and they go what do you mean because i don't, personally don't think i've ever failed at anything right because i have that mindset like You might think I failed. Well, Mm -hmm. what happened to that business you started when you were 23? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's out of business. Well, then that's a failure. No, you know how much I learned in that business? You know how much I learned about reading contracts? That wasn't a failure. Mm -hmm. It's a massive learning opportunity. But I believe that because I learned from it and I value the knowledge I got by quote-unquote failing, which makes it not a failure. Mm -hmm. You can't fail if you learn from your failures, which right. would then cease to be a failure because you learned, right? So I've never failed in that way. But I think learning as you go is extremely valuable. Hmm. And I always forget your question because I ramble, but, but, <laughs> but no, you answered
0: that one. You answered okay, that good. one. Yeah, 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 that was a good one.
3: I definitely believe who you know, is more important. You know, I graduated with some very smart people in my high school class. And I've had some of them call me and say, Hey, can you help me with this deal I'm looking at or whatever? And it's like they were the most brilliant kids in school, but getting out of school, what have they done? Yeah, they got a nice job and they're an engineer or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's having a great Rolodex. This is one of the reasons why people come on Shark Tank. They even say, look, Kevin O'Leary, if I can just have access to the people that you know and the things that you've done, I don't even care about your money, right? So that's ultimately... Is the network of who you have access to? I mean, for myself, I can make any product because I, whether it's electrical, you know, if I'm going down a path, of, let's say a rechargeable battery, the largest guy, he owns Hoover, Dirt Devil, Ryobi Tools. His name's Horse Pudwell. He's in Hong Kong. I pick up the phone, call him, he's making my product. Boom. So one of the Shark Tank products had a rechargeable battery and a cooler, and now it's called Tektronics. But if I need fitness, I made all the Tony Little stuff. I go there. Who do I know? I know manufacturers. I know retail distributors. I know engineers. I know prototype makers. I know catalog distributors. Keep going down the path. So it's bottom line is I don't have to know that much about any one of those things because the people that I know are the ones that know a lot about those things.
0: This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. Travis. Just go to Indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. So much good stuff there. If you had to boil it down to just one thing, Kevin, to where if somebody's just now tuning in and they're about to tune out and you have just this one minute to say, if you're going to focus this on one thing about building relationships, what would that one tip be?
3: The one tip, and this is something I say in almost every presentation that I give, is that you should create a dream team around yourself, surround yourself with experts. This is the network, so to speak, right? Yeah. Of operation, finance people. I mean, I had, I had former bank presidents running my capital raising strategies, right? Mm. And then we had, now we have digital gurus that runs circles around me. I'm 30-some years, an old TV, radio, newspaper marketer. And now we have these digital guru experts. So it's surround yourself with a network of dream team group that can just power you to the top
0: that's probably, I think I know the answer to this question then with that being the answer to that question, but how important has like one-on-one mentorship, mastermind group settings and being around those kind of people, how important is that? And how important has that been for you in your career? And then why do you think if it's so important that so many people just don't do it?
3: Yeah, I think it's a great question. I've had now mentors since I was 11 years old. My father was my first mentor when I was 11, but all through my teenage years and high school, college, et cetera. But then Zig Ziglar became a mentor. Now I've had my former bank president was a finance mentor. I have coaches, mentors. I've had eight or 10 speaking coach mentors to teach me how to give better content, delivery in front of a crowd. I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars in mentoring, coaching. I mean, do you know who Joe Polish is? You ever Mm -hmm. heard of Joe? Yeah, the The Genius Genius Network, yeah. Just wrote him a check for 25 grand to join because I've been speaking at his events and like every time I go, I meet so many people. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna join the dog run thing, right? (laughs) So, like, do I need to go there? That's where I'm gonna be tonight and tomorrow is in Phoenix at the Genius Network situation. So I believe in mentors, coaches, getting the right people. But you gotta, you know, be a little choosy. Don't go just for the, the mass situation. And I know you know you have some special services that you guys offer but the bottom line is, is for me it's it's been something i've been doing for many many years mm-hmm. and and you know why people don't do it cuz they they maybe have never experienced the power of it and by the way it's not free it's not cheap and it, there's a little bit of pain involved when you yeah. write a check i don't necessarily say go out and write that $25,000 check but maybe start with 5 or 10 or 15 or whatever because i always believe that you need to be able to track the, if you write a check to a coach for 10 grand, it should 10 X itself back to you at least. And I've had, I can't think of any check ever in a mentoring or coaching situation that I've written that didn't at least 10 X itself back to me.
0: So tell me a little bit about how that worked for you. Cause I have to think that as an actress, you got to know the right people in order to get auditions or roles or opportunities but then, like you said, if you're no good, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> so can you kind of talk about that? How did that help you? How did building relationships with other people help you in your acting career?
2: Well, in the acting career, again, I was—I guess I was lucky early on because I was always able to get the best modeling agencies, like elite. When I went into acting, I was able to get the top agencies, the top managers, and then you know i didn't do enough of that you know looking back i probably should have done more Mm
3: -hmm.
2: that is a regret like i I look at younger people today and i'm like oh but you know they have to they're on their own path and they have to figure things out but relationships are very important because i would work on one set and then a few months later, I'd be on another set, and there was about three or four of the same crew. And everyone talks, and it's a small world. And you know, the people want to work with each other who they have good relationships with, who they right. can trust. They want dependability, they don't want drama on set, they don't want an actor or a crew member who's going to start nattering about the director or this that creates problems. Mm-hmm. And that goes around, or if you're later, not professional you know, the buzz gets out and people can hurt you because you can lose jobs over that. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I really learned about that sort of industry and and getting along with people. And I never really had a problem with that because I've always kind of gotten along with people. But I remember there were people that were difficult or showed up later, acted like divas. And then eventually if they're not a superstar and they don't have mega talent to offer, They got forgotten. Right, they weren't given another opportunity. You know.
0: Right. So tell us then about a time in your life, Elena, like a specific story that you can kind of pull out from your past, where a connection that you had, a relationship with another individual, led you to a big moment of success for you.
2: Hmm. Let me think about that. Trying to think. I have this one where I was friends with this casting director. And he's really great. His name is John Papsadera. He casts major stuff. And I went on this audition for this film. And I don't know. I could just kind of feel like I did a really good job. I wasn't sure. And you're not supposed to call the casting people. It's like in Hollywood, don't call me, I'll call you kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. But I called them and said, hey, what happened and how do I get a role in this film and he was like you say you really want a role in this film and I was like yeah I really do blah 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 and he was like well you did really good let me talk to the producers and the director and anyway I ended up getting a role in the film which then got me to the Maxim Magazine thing, which is now kind of more of just a bragging, right? Yeah, right, right, right. (laughs) You know, but it did get me some more, like it helped me kind of break into more of the movie aspect of things by just having that relationship with the casting director.
0: Just the one, yeah, that's a perfect example. That's exactly what I was looking for, Elena. Something where it was just like a relationship that you have with somebody, they're a friend of yours. You didn't have like this hidden agenda where it was like, you know, if I become friends with this person, they'll set me up with here, which will lead to this. And then I'll become Maxim magazines, top 100, you know, like, it wasn't like this whole long plan that you had in your head. It was just a relationship with the casting director. And then that's
2: right. um, Well, the Maxim had seen the movie and the movie got some notoriety or whatever. And, and then that's how that happened. Yeah. So I just feel like in life, if you're my friend, I'm trying to help you. I have my best friend, Rebecca, in New Orleans owns this store called Chatterbox. Well, every time I go to New Orleans, I shop. I do like most of my yearly shopping at Chatterbox to support her. Hmm. I have friends here that are in the gun world and they make incredible ARs or I don't know if you know what a PCC is, but they make guns and they're my friends. Like I buy my stuff from them. If I have a friend that you know, once help with her charity, I help with the charity. Like, I'm not looking for anything in return. Right. But I just feel like it's just good karma. It's good. You help your friends and your friends help you.
0: Right, right. So I'm sure you get a lot of this, Elena, in the position that you're in these days. How do you deal with people that come up to you and you can just tell that there's a hidden agenda behind it? Like they want this certain thing or they wanna get to grant or they wanna talk to this person that you know and you can just tell that there's a hidden agenda? How does that make you feel and how do you deal with it?
2: Oh, I don't mind hidden agendas at all because you know, I want people... Okay, let me answer it this way. If somebody comes to me to get to grant, I think they're a smart person because that's smart. Hmm. He's got a lot of gatekeepers and I have to go through some of the gatekeepers. But if you come to me, I think you're smart because you're smart. I mean, why wouldn't you come to me? I'm not trying to open the door for more of it because I have so much of it, more than I can even deal with now. (laughs) I'm sure. But honestly, I think they're a smart person because why wouldn't you work your assets, you're, I don't know what you'd call me, your allies, You are even if you don't know me and you got a chance to meet me, why wouldn't you present? If you believe in your product, why wouldn't you get it in front of me to get it to grant? I don't know why you would stop yourself. Hmm. I don't know why people think that hidden agendas or if you want help from somebody is a bad thing. It's not, it's, that's what you're supposed to do. Why else have me in your life as your friend or not if we can't help each other? Now, sometimes, the project's not going to work up it's not going to line up it's not what we do it's not our business and and i have to say it's not going to work or i can come up with an idea and say hey try this because i I have all kinds of ideas about people's businesses and stuff but no i don't mind that at all because i would want to be able to say if i met somebody that could help us i would want to be able to say hey what do you think of this idea or how could we work in this way i wouldn't want to feel like I just had to be friends, meaning talk about meaningless stuff with you to prove somehow that I don't need or want anything from you. I mean, it's BS. Like, why am I hanging out with you? I want something from you. My friends in New Orleans, I don't want any material things from them, but I want them to let me be that teenage girl because they know who I was and I can be that around them. I want something from them. They give that to me, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's
2: whatever the thing is that you want with your friends or business people. It's like, I wouldn't beat around the bush. It's like, I'm clear about it, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, so very, very interesting. So tell me this, if somebody comes up to you somewhere, what's typically a way that you respond really well to? Like what's approach that people come up to you with where you respond really well to? So if somebody's listening, they're like, Hey, I wanna to talk to you when I come to Ten X Growth Con, <laughs> what would you recommend that someone like that would say to you when they first get there?
2: Well, that's difficult because that's gonna be an extremely busy time. I know you probably just threw that out there, but yeah, yeah, at, at, so any, night, yeah, at any time. That, any, that any, yeah, time.
0: yeah um, not just Ten X Growth Con, you know, but any any time.
2: Anytime. You know, something that's non threatening, like that doesn't seem You know, like showing up at my house or my condo might be a little weird. (laughs) Now I'm like, oh, they know. Now it's just, I always have a tendency to think in safety lines. So Mm. that kind of automatically puts me on a, I have to look at you through a red flag filter now right right. but like if you showed up at the starbucks and you knew we were going to be there and we said we're having a meet and greet i opened the door for your invitation and that's the perfect place because i'm ready i have my people i'm prepared Hmm. you know yeah those are great opportunities and we're so available like if you see us at a ball game or here or there or in a restaurant and you want to come say hi and you're friendly and you're you know all that we don't care like i'm not some person that's like i'm eating right now like that's that's not me you know i go back to the beginning i want to help people and that's my weak spot that's my weak spot
0: Hmm. yeah so if you're listening right now you want to meet them just look follow their stuff on social media i was just telling elena this before we hopped on the interview that we were both in Vegas at the same time. So if you follow like their stuff on social media and you realize that you're in the same spot or that they're at a certain place that's only a few minutes from you or maybe an hour or something and you really want to meet them, then you just got the green light. So go ahead, go up to them, introduce yourself yeah, you and know, say what's And, up.
2: and the people, I'm very good on Instagram. I'm not really great on other social mediums. And Grant does get on me about that. But for now, I'm really good on Instagram. I have a lot of people that write me there, but I do try to get back to people, and this is true. I have had numerous people in numerous cities DM me and say, where are y'all gonna be? Can I meet up with you? And I have responded, we will land at the airport at this time, you can come by and say hi, and 10 or 15 people have showed up. So I'm very open and available.
0: Well, that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. You hear my guests and I talk a lot about masterminds here on Build Your Network. They are literally what I attribute most of the new quality relationships in my life to. If this is a new term to you, or you've always kind of wondered exactly what a mastermind is or what it does or how much they are, how to find one, all those types of details, you are definitely going to want to take my free mastermind course. It is everything you need to know about masterminds in just six short, lessons. It's 100% free. So there's literally no reason to not at least see what it's about. Just head over to Travischapel.com to grab that course and start today. Have a fantastic rest of your day. And remember to leave every relationship better than you found it.
1: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early,